This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 164 A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer Bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's kick off the sitcoms of 1990. Grand premiered on NBC on January 18, 1990, at 9.30 p.m. A supersized version of Soap, this time about three families of different social levels, set in the town of Grand, Pennsylvania. The town is dominated by a piano factory. John Randolph plays the owner and patriarch, Joel Murray his idiot son, and John Neville his witty butler. Their housekeeper, Pamela Reed, lives in a mobile home with her daughter, Sarah Rue. Andrew Lauer plays a cop who's lusting for Reed's character. Bonnie Hunt plays the patriarch's niece, whose yuppie husband, Michael McKeon, schemes to get a job at the company. We covered John Randolph on episode 95 for Angie, Michael McKeon on episode 79 for Laverne and Shirley, and we'll cover Bonnie Hunt when we get to her starring roles. Joel Murray is the younger brother of Bill Murray, and Joel followed him into the Second City. This led to commercials and eventually regular or recurring roles on Pacific Station, Beethoven, voice work, Love and War, Baby Blues, voice work, Dharma and Greg, Still Standing, Shameless, Mother Lover, Two and a Half Men, Mad Men, Shrink, and Heels, along with films Scrooged, Shakes the Clown, The Cable Guy, The Artist, and the 2016 Ghostbusters. He just played the ghost of Bob's dad on Bob Hart's Abishola. John Neville served in the Royal Navy during World War II, then trained at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art, leading to a career primarily in the theater. He was a leading member of the Old Vic Company, performing many classic roles. During that period, he appeared in UK's The Company of Five and The First Churchills. He would later move to Canada, continuing his stage work. Some TV guest roles followed, and then he was cast as the lead in Terry Gilliam's The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. This led to Grant. He would later do voice work on the Silver Surfer cartoon and made appearances in the X-Files franchise. Later TV work, Emily of New Moon, Amazon, Barry the Lead, Friends and Heroes. Other films, Billy Budd, The Road to Wellville, The Fifth Element, Urban Legend. Neville passed in 2011. Pamela Reed got her start on the stage, winning a Drama Desk Award for Getting Out and an Obie for Sustaining Excellence in the Theater. She got a regular role on 1977's The Andros Targets, then went on to films The Long Riders, Melvin and Howard, Young Doctors in Love, The Right Stuff, The Clan of the Cave Bear, before returning to TV, Tanner 88, Hemingway, The Civil War, voice work, Family Album, The Home Court, Pepper Dennis, Jericho, United States of Terra, Parks and Recreation, NCIS Los Angeles, The Simpsons, voice work, and dozens of guest roles. 
Other films, Cadillac Man, Kindergarten Cop, Bob Roberts, and Junior. Sarah Rue's mother was an actress and her father a stage manager, so she became a child actress. Grand was one of her first roles. She went on to TV's Phenom, Minor Adjustments, The Simple Life, Zoe, Duncan, Jack, and Jane, Popular, Less Than Perfect, The Big Bang Theory, Eastwick, Malibu Country, Rules of Engagement, Mom, Impastor, Bones, A Series of Unfortunate Events, American Housewife, Be Positive, and is currently on The Rookie. There were also films Can't Hardly Wait, Pearl Harbor, The Ring, and Idiocracy. Andrew Lauer had a short career as a child actor, then returned as a young man in Born on the Fourth of July. Grand came soon after. He did a lot of guest roles in what is a regular or recurred on Going to Extremes and Caroline in the City. Some other films, The Doors, Necessary Roughness, For the Boys. While continuing to do acting work, he started moving behind the camera in indie films, directing, writing, and producing. Grand was not a hit for NBC, but it did have something going for it. The producing team of Marcy Carsey and Tom Werner, you know, the Pudding Guy show. This allowed the series to get a shortened second season, but the network waited so long to renew that several cast members had already moved on to other projects. This forced a retooling that turned the show from a soap opera parody into a generic sitcom. A last-minute return to the soap opera format, now with fantastical elements, couldn't save the sinking ship. The final episode never aired. Because of the show having two short seasons, it became a rare example of a two-season show airing within a single calendar year. Carsey Werner effectively buried the series online with only the theme song remaining with the cast lip-syncing to the piano-heavy melody. City premiered on CBS on January 29, 1990 at 8.30 p.m., a show designed around star Valerie Harper, who had just come off her last hit and resulting lawsuit of Valerie's Family, episode 132. Now she plays Liz, city manager of an unnamed metropolis. She has to deal with her staff, assistant and career civil servant Todd Sussman, a sarcastic secretary, Tyra Farrell, a tough purchasing agent, Liz Torres, a spoiled social coordinator, Mary Jo Keenan, a creepy statistician, Sam Lloyd, and a dumb security guard, James Lawrence. They all work for a powerless deputy mayor, played by Stephen Lee. At home, she had her 19-year-old daughter, Luann Ponce. We covered Valerie Harper for her various roles going back to the Mary Tyler Moore Show, episode 56, Todd Sussman in episode 75 for the Bob Crane Show, Liz Torres in episode 77 for Phyllis, and Stephen Lee in episode 120 for Suzanne's Plachette is Maggie Briggs. Tyra Farrell got her start on the stage, Lena Horne, The Lady and Her Music, Ain't Misbehavin', and Dreamgirls on Tour. This led to guest TV work with regular or recurring roles on The Bronx Zoo, 30-something, ER, The Cape, The Corner, and Empire, as well as films So Fine, School Days, Boys in the Hood, Jungle Fever, and White Men Can't Jump. 
This was an early role for Mary Jo Keenan, who went on to Nurses and My Wildest Dreams. Her last role was in 2000, shortly after she married Mitchell Hurwitz, creator of Arrested Development. Sam Lloyd had regular or recurring roles on Double Rush, Desperate Housewives, and The Pet Squad Files, appeared in films Flubber and Galaxy Quest, but is best known as nervous lawyer Ted Buckland on Scrubs. He was also an accomplished singer. Lloyd passed in 2020. James Lawrence is better known for his film work, Last Exit to Brooklyn, Frankenhooker, King of New York, Robocop 3, Mr. Wonderful, Bridge of Spies, and The Irishman. He also appeared in this year's Crash the System. City had many similarities to Harper's previous series, Valerie's Family. Her husband co-produced them. Luann Ponce's sister played Harper's daughter in the previous series, and both series were scheduled opposite each other after the former became the Hogan family. The show cracked the top ten to start. It helped that it was in the hammock slot between Murphy Brown and Major Dad, but it quickly went downhill. It was pulled by the time May Sweeps came around, with the remaining episodes burned off that summer, 13 episodes total. The series had a second life, though. An organization called Television Preview used it as part of a scam to get people to come in and review a new TV pilot when they were really testing the commercials that were included. I know this because we went to one of their events, realizing even at the time that City wasn't a pilot, it was a series that had already come and gone. Could only find the opening theme online. The incredibly generic show title doesn't help, light jazz over generic shots of city employees. I never liked kids, even when I was one. Never had much use for them in my line of work. To be honest, for the past two years, I didn't have a line of work. The only one I ever knew was the one that wrapped around St. Anthony's Soup Kitchen. It wasn't the Ritz. A Family for Joe premiered on NBC on February 25, 1990, at 8 p.m. In a premise that could only happen on TV, four middle-class kids are orphaned, hilarious, and don't want to be broken up in the foster system. What to do? How about bringing in a homeless guy to play the role of grandfather? Did I mention that said grandfather is played by legendary movie tough guy Robert Mitchum? The kids are played by Juliette Lewis, David Lasher, Ben Savage, and Jessica Player. We covered Juliette Lewis in episode 148 for I Married Dora. Robert Mitchum was expelled from multiple schools due to fistfights, handed off from relative to relative. He eventually quit school and rode the rails, at one point escaping from a chain gang. The family wound up on the West Coast, and Mitchum's sister persuaded him to join the local theater guild. He worked as a machine operator in World War II, which damaged his hearing and caused a nervous breakdown. He started getting film roles as an extra and later supporting roles. Gung Ho, 30 Seconds Over Tokyo, The Story of G.I. Joe, with an Oscar nom. Ironically, after playing these military roles, he was drafted as a medic. Moving into film noir, Undercurrent, Crossfire, Out of the Past... A sting operation resulted in his arrest for possession of jazz cigarettes, and Life magazine took photos of Mitchum in his prison garb. More films, The Red Pony, The Big Steel, Where Danger Lives, Blood Alley, he was fired for throwing the transportation manager into San Francisco Bay, Night of the Hunter, Not as a Stranger, Heaven Knows Mr. Allison, and a BAFTA nom, 
The Longest Day, Thunder Road, The Sundowners, National Border Review win, Cape Fear. His career started going downhill after that, although he kept busy. He had various altercations, at one point throwing a basketball at a reporter that cost him his salary in that championship season. He moved into TV miniseries, The Winds of War, North and South, War and Remembrance. Alcoholism followed, but he continued to work into the 90s with a second series, African Skies. Mitchum was also a singer with multiple albums. He passed in 1997. David Lasher would go on to regular or recurring roles on Hey Dude, Blossom, Two of a Kind, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Ben Savage is the younger brother of Fred from The Wonder Years. He recurred on Dear John prior to A Family for Joe. He went on to Wild Palms, Still the King, and the film Clifford, but is best known as the lead Corey on Boy Meets World and the recent Girl Meets World sequel. Jessica Player had already played the daughter of Crystal Carrington on Dynasty. A Family for Joe started as a backdoor pilot TV movie, which almost immediately moved to series, but not before recasting most of the kids. Mitchell's character threw himself into the grandfather role, doling out pearls of wisdom. Series didn't last long, nine episodes and out. One of the writers on the series was Phil Rosenthal, who went on to create Everybody Loves Raymond, and currently wanders around the globe eating on Somebody Feed Phil. Shockingly, I found an episode on YouTube. The opening theme includes Mitchum explaining the premise. The show is classic multicam, set up, punchline, lather, rinse, repeat. The kids are precocious, except for Lewis, who seems to be above it all. There is a lesson to be learned, of course. Mitchum makes the most of this ridiculous series. Whenever I'm near you, I can't explain it. Something happens inside my brain. Can't blame it on Cupid. It's not any one thing you did. I'm so in love with you. You make me feel so stupid. Just let me His and hers premiered on CBS on March 5th, 1990 at 10.30 p.m., part of a misguided effort to schedule sitcoms in the 10 p.m. hour, and not to be confused with an upcoming thriller series of the same name. A story of two marriage counselors who happen to be married to each other, starring Martin Mull and Stephanie Farrisey. He brings in two kids from a previous marriage, played by Blake Soper and Lisa Picot. Blair Tefkin plays their receptionist, and Richard Klein plays a divorce attorney who makes money off their counseling failures. We covered Martin Mull on episode 119 for Domestic Life, Stephanie Farrisee on episode 99 for The Last Resort, and Richard Klein on episode 84 for Three's Company. Blake Soper was a child actor who moved into music, forming various bands and writing scores for films. He was a regular or recurred on Salute Your Shorts, Boy Meets World, and Third Rock from the Sun. Lisa Picot would go on to Dangerous Women and Days of Our Lives, along with films Say Anything, Strange Days, and Enchanted. Blair Tefkin was a member of improv troupe The Groundlings and has produced one-woman shows. She's also a musician, performing live on the West Coast. Tefkin was a regular on V the Series and appeared in films Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Dream Lover. Her last IMDb credit was in 2010. 
His and Hers was another 13 episodes and out series, with the final episodes burned off that summer. With such a generic name, could only find the opening theme online, a jazzy doo-wop deal. More of 1990s sitcoms in our next episode. Announcer Bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe via your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Follow us on Twitter at sfppn. Check out Instagram at sfpodnetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm filing this episode in the archive. Tune in next time. <laughs>